Black Men Podcast. Walk with me. Let it rock. Jay God is who I am. You already on that bullshit. And then, Believe it. And then we got a we got a guest today, man. We look, we decided. Well, I decided. I ain't really discussed this with Trey. I just kind of threw this at him. <laughs> so, but I'll you know I'll do better next time. But I said I was like, you know what? Let's have guests that we could just have conversations with, and not per se interviewing. You know, at least not right now. Let's have some people in here that could throw in some dialogue. So I hit up um, my good brother, Sky, and I was like, yo, Sky, you want to come on the pod? And he was like, yeah, man, ain't got nothing to do. So what's up, Sky? What up? What up? How you doing, bro? I'm well, man, and I'm honored to be here, man. Can't wait to get this going. Yeah, man. You are first um, entry to the Black Male Podcast, and why not have another black man, in, you know what I mean, to come and talk some shit with us and, and um, you know what I mean, kind of see what we have going on. So. All right. So let's get it cracking, man. Trey, start this shit off, man. Let's see what you got. Let's see if you're gonna if you're gonna bum us out or you're gonna liven this shit up starting off. Let's see what you bring to the table today. Nah, nah. I wanna start with something like I don't wanna have nothing too intellectual in the beginning, man. It's with uh married couples or even couples living together, you know, having their girlfriends stay over oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Like I was married previously. When I was married, she had her girlfriend live with us oh, for like a month. Okay, that ain't that bad. You know what I mean? And, you know, it was no issues or whatever, but that was my situation. But looking at the posts and all the comments, it seems a lot of women just won't even let a girlfriend stay the night over fears of sexual temptations. And I'm thinking, like, why are you even with this guy? Yo, me and Erica talked about that that shit this morning. <clears throat> we talked about it this morning when, when you sent me the post. And I read it to her and I read the comments. She said she feel like that's a bullshit. She was like, yo, can, my rule is this. I don't, I don't want, especially right now, because we only have three bedrooms. When you move into the house in Atlanta, the house in Atlanta will have five bedrooms, but this house only has three. And I feel like this. If if one of her friends come in town or one of my homeboys come in town and you bring your significant other, take that shit to the hotel because you'll be sleeping in my son's room and y'all ain't fucking in my son's room. That's my only, that's my only, that's my only issue. Ain't no fucking at my house because I know how I am when I go out of town. When I go out of town, it don't matter where the fuck we at. I want to have sex. I don't give a fuck what's cracking. But if her homegirl comes in town and want to spend the night or spend the weekend, bring your ass. I don't look at none of her homegirls like that because that's her homegirl. Niggas that look at their girl's friends as, as meat, as food, like yeah, you might your home your your girl might have an attractive friend. We know that's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying. But your mind needs to not be on that friend. Go sit your funky ass down. You know what I mean? 
That's in my book. That's how I feel about it. I mean, I, I, I never looked at it because I'm like, I'm like, yo, first of all, I live here. Right. You know what I mean? I live here with my lady. Right. Like, why would I be trying to mess around with something else in my house? That's weird, but some niggas are like <laughs> What you think, son? Yo, son, hey, that's Scott, crazy. You, you just jump in on it, bro. You just jump in. What you thought? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I agree. I agree with Trey. Um, like, why you with a guy if you can't bring your homegirl over, or like she might have to spend the night, or maybe they was all chilling, drinking. Nah, we ain't letting you drive. You know, we got room. You know, settle down or whatever. And if she gotta like hold the nigga all night or you right. know like she know what type that, of nigga that is you understand what i'm saying and if you gotta hold on that tight to a dude like why are you you with him but that's but on the other hand when you when you let shit. your when you let your man stay the night though yeah. your man in from ch- out of town maybe it, it's it, money it, tight it, or something it, 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 it should be it should be the same it should be the same thing like um the only the only men that I would let stay tonight look, view my wife as a sister anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I might not be the right person to, <laughs> to ask that question to. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, that, that doesn't make you the wrong person because if 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 you my man, your wife is my sister anyway. Yep. And that's what he's what, saying. What else yep. what else is she? You know what I'm saying? If I live out of town and Erica on a business trip or something, I wouldn't want to stay in a hotel. You stay at my crib. Hell, you take my car. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not even. That visual isn't even in my head. You know what I'm saying? You the wife for my. You the wife for my brother. I want you comfortable. If yeah. something happened to him and he called me, I'm. I'm just going. I might not want to go, but I'm going. That's family there. So I don't want to stay in that concept because I got a partner in Maryland, and I don't even listen to podcasts or not. If you hear it, he know I'm talking about him. <laughs> Dudes used to. He'll let one of his partners stay at the crib, but they can't be there unless he there. So when he leave to go to work 7 a.m., you got to get up at 7 a.m. and leave also. That's how he did it. Period. That's corny. When he go to work, you got to leave the house. You might have just got home from work at 5 a.m. because you might work night shift or whatever, whatever. When he leave in the morning, you got to go. Dog, Scott has stayed at my house before. And it's been many a times I get up, I got to run to the store right quick. I don't think nothing about that shit. Like to me, that's corny as hell. I trust my old lady, cause that's that's where the trust at. You know what I mean? I know my man's. If you are considered my brother, that's different. Then I know I can trust you. You can you. That means we break bread together. That means you you welcome to my home. That means I trust you around my boys. You know what I'm saying? That's different. So if I if I trust you around my boys, you can eat at my table. I trust you around my old lady. That means when I step out this door. Same respect goes across the board. And the same thing, oh, like sure. even like with, with Sky. If he already, many a times, bro, you come in town, you can stay at the crib, this, that, and third. His wife is, is family to me. You know what I'm saying? That's sis. That's all day. Like, And when we move to Atlanta and they come in town, yo, we got a room for y'all. Come post up. You know what I mean? Like, come chill. Ain't none of that. That shit, that shit is corny to me. I think, but that's young people shit. If you look at that that post, and I'll have to send you that post later, Scott. You look at that post, ain't nothing but a bunch of young girls with insecurities, and they with a bunch of insecure young dudes that's, they really to fuck anything that comes around. A lot of times out of 10, they probably a bunch of doing a whole bunch of threesomes 
and everything under the sun. So now the dude can't he can't clock in to oh if this is gonna be a threesome opportunity or is this just oh this is just a homegirl opportunity or he don't want to clock in and think that. And a lot of times these girls hang up with these dude these girls that they can't even trust themselves. These girls is if your homegirl or your homeboy is willing to fuck your significant other. That was never your people. I got I got one dude I know. I'm not call, I don't call him my homeboy. I know. I checked that motherfucker early on because he used to check E E out all the time. Always. He was always and Erica even said she like, Sean, I feel uncomfortable. I said, No, I've been watching this nigga, but I've been watch I wanted to see your reaction to the nigga first before I address. That's what you that, that's the only reaction really you're responsible yep. for. Us, huh? yep. But we got we got we gotta do better create um, with our surroundings though, cause Oh yeah. You know, you you the best investment you have. So it's like you invest your time in the people you choose to invest your time with. Exactly. So why are you investing time in people you don't trust? Exactly. You know what I mean? I got a huge issue with that, male or female. If I don't trust you, I'm rocking with you. Yep. And that and I don't feel that. That's why I don't rock. That's with crazy to me. I t- I checked him one time. I said he was like laughing, joking. I said, "Yo, bro, I I see how you be checking on my wife and all the time. Like on my at the time she was just my girl. I said, I see how you be checking my girl and shit all the time. Nah, man, he like my sister. I said, Nah, she ain't your sister. I said, But I'm watching you. I see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and he he shut that shit down real quick. Erica laughing her ass off because I did it in front of her. I wanted him to see this shit and know that her and I talk about this and. Because it was the early days, I needed her to see I ain't with the bullshit. You know what I mean? You, you, you know what I want to add to this? Like, the stuff that, not the stuff, the behavior that you're speaking on was stuff that I did, like, in, like, my mid-20s. Right. You understand? Like, you just kind of getting, like, your own stuff, whatever, whatever. And it was a more carefree time. Right. Like, so... They dating for status and a bunch of other stuff besides the vibe and like the connection they have with their significant other anyway. So that's where a lot of these insecurities and I won't have this one around this one or whatever, because they they together because, oh, man, she got that banging ass or, yo, dude, have all the like fly gear, the, the type of car he drive. Ain't too many men got their own loft. You know, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, their own condo, they, you know, their own townhouse or, or, or that kind of stuff or whatever. And I'm not saying that, you know, having somebody stable is not important. So I, you know, I'm not even going to the gold digger route or whatever. I'm just saying that um, when you take all that stuff away, a lot of these relationships you're talking about don't have anything else. Yeah, there's no substance. <clears throat> There's no room for substance at all. Well, that's funny you said that. Not not to uh, jump topics, but if the majority of relationships aren't of substance, right? Right. If we can have, we agree on that. Yeah. But the but domestic violence has exponentially increased. So this relationship isn't even of substance, but you're willing to end it all. Yeah. Over something with no substance. No, you're right. See what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to figure it out because there's no way to figure it out because there's no figure thing of it. No, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no <laughs> substance to it. Nope, nope. But you're willing to risk everything. Your life, their life, your kid's life. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The pain and torture you're causing the rest of your remaining family for years because they don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's real. 
and the root cause is a relationship of no substance. Yep. That, Man, that, shit. that you turn around and have a kid with. And that's another thing. You turn around and have a kid. So you had a kid with a woman of no substance. Yep. So this child is being raised by parents that don't really like each other. Nope. They just like what they do for each other at the moment. Yep. That's the sad part about it, man. man. That's the sad part better, about it. Man. That's the sad part about it. Think about it, man, when you look online. Think about this. It's so many dudes killing their um, ex-wives or baby moms on fucking Facebook Live. Just think about that. It's always on Facebook fucking live. And you're going to record it. So now your family sees this documented video. And as much as they say they don't want to see that video, they're going to watch it because that's the last visual they have of you. Yep. <clears throat> the last scenario they have of you is going to replay in their brain forever. Yep. That's like that dude that just recently shot his, um, his baby mama and then had a shootout with the police. All while... His son's still in the house. The son didn't get killed, but he's talking to Facebook Live like, yo, I'm still going to do this, man. I re hey, look, I regretted this, that. And he, like, he's showing fake remorse, but it, I had to kill this bitch. There's too much going on. This, that, and the third. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed out, but I ain't about to kill myself. They're going to have to kill me. And it's like, what? He look, had to kill him? Why he had voices? Yo, I feel like this. I believe in stupidity. I promote stupidity. You want to be stupid? Take yourself out of here. Don't take nobody else with you. Leave them alone. Son. They ain't had nothing to do with this shit. Now you got a child who's now traumatized because you killed his mother. Now his dad got killed by the police and whoever else was around because they said it was somebody else around. And then the, the kid is sitting there watching this go down. Or oh, how about the dude from a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago? where he had his kids in his car, killed his baby mom that was pregnant with this child, turned around, killed the mother of the kids that he had in his car. Yeah, that was crazy. On fucking live. What you about to say, yeah, Scott? Yeah, all that shit documented, yeah. No, I, 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 you, you, you basically, I was just gonna just add, man, that like, the increase in just, domestic violence is like I don't I, I I can't get that somebody don't want to be with me so she can't be with nobody else I like I, I never could like get my hands uh, like uh, uh, around that like I'm more amazed I want you happy even if it's not with me yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah um, me too you know like even if at first you're like oh I hope she get a heartbroken I never want to like kill this woman nah. or put my hands on her like like you know like we, we and look and we talking about like final stuff we not even talking about like an ex-boyfriend that ain't scared of the new boyfriend right. you know dynamic or whatever and, and and that kind of stuff man and i just never had any respect for for like men who, who viewed somebody they used to be with as like they possession Right, I tell, know. I tell. Well, Erica, even if they with him, like, right, they possession. possession. Yeah, you I'm know, with you. Like, I'm with you. I tell Erica this all the time. I said, if we if we ever break up or divorce anything, whoever she get, he better be tough because I'm gonna come and fight that motherfucker every time I see him. <laughs> so he better be a MMA fighter, a boxer. I used to box, so he better be an MMA fighter, a super thug. He better be Noriega, super thug, because every time I see him, I'm gonna put hands on him and see what he can do. 
And she, all she could do is laugh. She was like, well, why don't you stay where you at? I said, yeah, I'm probably just going to stay where I'm at. I said, the boys ain't going to respect him. <laughs> but that was just jokingly, <laughs> like joking, just messing with her. Because I let her move the fuck on. I'm not about to hold myself accountable, you know, of doing some old stupid shit as long as they not mess with my kid, my kids. And her, you know what I'm saying? Because I still value her. But it's just weird to me how how this is happening. Us as black men. And they, and and we're only referring referring to these black brothers that I've seen do these Facebook lives. I'm trying to figure out what happened, man. Where was the disconnect? Because a lot of, the, the sad part is, bro, and I'm gonna say this, a lot of these dudes that's doing this, you could tell they grew up with their mom and dad. Because each you, one then, of them. Then you're not looking for the disconnect, then you just said it. They grew up with, though. A lot of us that ain't doing that shit ain't grow up with no mom and dad, son. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you can't take the exceptions to the rule and using that <laughs> as the example. I'm with you. That's the exception to the rule. Okay. You got some mothers that held it down. That's what I'm saying. But you also got the mothers that want to award you for every little thing you do, never allow you to be wrong, believe everything you say, and just baby you through the whole ride. Then when you become an adult and you got to process this man's shit, you can't do it. And you too proud to tell somebody you can't do it. Now your back is against the wall. Now you got this wave of I got to record everything I'm doing. I got to record everything. If I'm doing something good, yeah, I'm helping out this homeless person. I'm giving them, I'm giving them a little, little something. Can I, can I ask? You know what I'm saying? You got to record everything you're doing. Now you under pressure. Yo, she wildin'. Yo, my baby mama. Woo 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 woo. Yo, how 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 was that a post, my nigga? Let me ask y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you doing? Uh-huh. Let Go me ahead. ask y'all both a question. Uh-huh. Um, do you think the current state of like the country is attributing to the growth, or is it just it, it's just what it is, and it would be that way in 2022? Because I say me, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I, I think the pandemic is like have some people that's law like, and when I say law, so much it don't necessarily mean if you look at it from a monetary value, you'd be like, whoa. But what I mean is like people was used to a life. It could have been like a bartender, you know, she knew, you know, Thursday through Sunday, she was going to see these people, these regulars, they made her feel good. You know, it gave her that. Plus she made some coin on top of that. Now the place either slow as fuck or it's closed. You know, but your answer, your answer is within your statement. Then that just means her employment was medicinal. Mm-hmm. So without seeing people all the time, she can't function. This is the whole problem. So many people live with medicinal opportunities around them. That's the only thing that keeps them stable. They can't sit there by themselves. Like some but, people say, I'm a loner and this and that. I'm not a loner. I'm just comfortable in my own space. And if I don't like your space, I'm not entering your space. So I'll stay here. A lot of people, they need certain things. They need money to go shopping. They need clubs to go to. I just want to piggyback off of that because me and Sean was talking about this at the beginning of the pandemic when nobody wanted to stay home and people- Exactly. Because they can't. Like that, that, that's it right there. Like I, I was just amazed at, now look, it was uncomfortable, you know, having to adjust to, you know, you being a more social person and being out regularly to just ha- having to like adjust. But when that was like at the top of people's list as like, you know, I just want to go out and have a beer. And I'm like, bro, people dying. 
That's all you worried about? Adults make adults make adjustments, man. You know what my you know biggest, what I mean? my biggest adjustment was being home with my family all fucking day long. That was that was but my biggest adjustment. That's why domestic violence went crazy because these parents did not like each other. Yeah. And now they gotta sit home with each other. You're right. <laughs> and they have to talk. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I, they have to have a family meal. Then you start to realize yeah. my my children don't communicate very well. Yeah. They didn't know that before. Yeah. Now you can't just give your kids the phone. Yeah, you kind of can make them go upstairs with the phone and the devices. Now you got a bigger problem. You got all the educational opportunities in the world at home with these children, but you're not using them. You sit there fighting with each other. It's also another dynamic to that. When 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 parents had their routine, it was other people in their lives. Yeah. You know, um, you know the woman had somebody that she saw hey Wednesday. Why why she do? He was at the factory and he begging somebody at the factory or whatever. And when they you know when now they got to be forced to be with each other and don't have those little extras to get them through being with each other. That's what you see all the stuff that that, that you're talking about. Yeah, that, man. That, so the main the main people that took a loss were the side pieces. Then. Yo, yo, yo that, that work wife, that work husband. That work around, wife, son. the work husband got it hard. Right now. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. That's, that's that's funny, but it's highly unfortunate because uh, there's a whole lot of truth to that. A whole yo. lot of truth, but you can't you can't go see the side piece during the pandemic. <laughs> no. You can't get down that COVID pussy, boy. <laughs> nah, I mean, especially when, when jobs are shut down. Oh man, it's rough, man. <laughs> Yo, I want to switch. I want to switch gears, man. I want to talk about Michael K. Williams, and I want and I want to talk about it in this retrospect. Um, and it's gonna sound bad, but you know, the views of Lashawn Jones, aka TSSYM, is the views of Lashawn Jones. I don't think anybody that sold him drugs should be in jail right now. And they just arrested a few folks, and they're gonna pin his death, pin his death on them. My thing is this: if bro didn't pass, we wouldn't be looking for these people. You are a junkie. You went to go get that shit. Now, because you passed away, because it's little fentanyl, you knew this shit had fentanyl in it. You knew. Nine says out of ten, because I know some dealers who say people request a little bit of fentanyl in their shit. Most definitely. Because it gives them a higher high. That's the same thing with the Mac Miller shit. I don't think the dealers should have been, I don't think that, now, you should have been locked up. You should have been regularly looked at. But it shouldn't be, I shouldn't be charged with murder for you. What, what's do, the they get, do they get charged, do they get, not to cut you off, do they get charged with murder if I die? I don't think no one, hey, bro. If if I don't, I'm, no, I'm, this is what I'm saying. If I, Michael K. Williams, I, you know, you celebrity, you this big no, name. No, no. If it's one of us, they wouldn't have been doing all this. No, facts. No. So if it's not if it's not the same punishment across the board, I've never been a fan of it. Mm -hmm. What you about to say, Scott? Because why is why is this life more valuable? I agree. What What's offensive to me is I grew up in a town, um, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Square Bristol Myers Square World Headquarters is there. And Johnson and Johnson World Headquarters is there. So you take the drugs that were being taken from Squibb and being distributed in the streets from people that work there, uh -huh. on top of the crack epidemic that went on, and it hit my town crazy. A lot of 
hoop dreams deflated like a true fiend's weight. Like, like <laughs> for real, for real, for real. And it was treated like a, a, a disease. And um, not, I mean, it was treated like it was criminally treated. Right. You know, from, you know, the people that was be, was being affected or, or whatever. And now, 20, 30 years later or whatever, 40 years later or whatever, and to see um, us, like people get locked up for being a drug dealer. Um, and not for being a drug dealer, but because somebody died from your batch this go round. But you know, Johnson and Johnson like, and, and, and all those and, and other then, places is fine. And, and, and then and then to get with um, Michael K. Williams specifically, like um, I felt like it was a great time to educate people more on drugs and, and you know and, and heroin, fentanyl, all that type of stuff. But everybody wanted to just show clips from The Wire and Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, okay, he's dead. Rest in peace, you know, and I understand the family don't care how he died. They miss him. Right. You know, I, I, I get that. But this man died from willingly going and purchasing something that he knew could hurt him. Yep. <clears throat> and, and he was in a movie where in one of the places where it affects people the worst. Yep. Yep. I mean, shit, he was doing a show where he was, um, he was, um, What's that little show where he was um doing like the the behind the scenes shit, you know? What I'm that shit was hard. That shit yeah. was hard. That where shit was, was hard. Like yeah, drugs and the all doc, that shit. The documentary was hard. He was way behind the scenes. But see, the thing is, people were saying that, oh, how does he have these connections? He has connections no other man has. He was part of that world. Yep, he was a part of that world. You know what I mean? Well, he had he had addictions that he battled like for a long time, just as DMX had. You know, rest in peace. Right. And as black men. With addictions, a lot of times we feel like we're strong enough to live. Well, my with these. question is this: Is anybody looking for DMX's killers? No, nobody's even died mentioned of that. drugs. Nobody's mentioned that. See, no one has mentioned that. Think about that. No one has mentioned that. And he died of the same shit, fentanyl. Same thing with Mac Miller. Same thing with now Michael K. All of them pass away with a little extra fentanyl in their shit. A lot of these cases to me, man, and, and these are just my views, not even trying to debate it, but a lot of this stuff be political, bro. There we go. You know what I mean? People are running for office. They do all kinds of shit for high-profile cases. That's how you get your promotions. That's how you get, you know what I'm saying, your political stance. You know, you're the one that's known for finding the killers of this guy. Right. You're known for locking up this percentage of drug dealers. You know, years ago, I got caught up in that shit. You know what I mean? So people get sentences that are elevated because it looks good on paper. That's your resume. I did this. <coughs> You know what I mean? So you got a guy <laughs> getting 30 years for something that the next guy got probation for. Yep. But you're pat on the back for that. That's a huge case. It's a high-profile case. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Just, this would be great for your career. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that shit. Career, career. You're, like, you're like, yeah, yeah this is a career boost. Yeah. yeah. Career your whole career stood on that. Yep. You know what I mean? Now you a, now you a high-ranking official, and all you did was lock up a little minor dude. Yep. It's a sacrifice. So so even on, on that end, Sky, when you were talking about um in New Brunswick, think about this, bro. Like the Johnson and Johnson. They, they... And, 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 and Sean, before you ask a question, you, you wanna know how like 
I know it's true. Like me and my mom, like we 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 had went through a, a period where we didn't really like see eye to eye. But right right now, like we in a great space and we talk all the time. And I remember like we was talking about drugs or whatever. And she was like, Skyler, like remember like you don't remember all the people that used to work at Squib? She was like, that was like an open drug store. You know, they made so much, they they could they wouldn't even keep an inventory of stuff. As long as you got the allotted bottles and the allotted like package medicine out, you could take whatever. See, that's crazy. You know? Like, you understand wow. what I'm saying? So I just want to put that crazy. in there. Yeah, like, it, it, like it, it was like deep. It wasn't just some people pocketing a few pills. Like, they was taking home bags of shit. No, I never heard that before. That's and, crazy. And then they spreading that shit across everywhere. Yeah. Everybody to plug wow. in. Yeah. Shoot. Everybody to plug. That's crazy. And then you run that parallel with like the crack epidemic. Right. And and this town is 80,000, you know, ain't small, but like, you know, no metropolis either. Right. You know? Yep. And you know, and you know the cities up here, the square mileage is mad small oh, yeah. with a lot of people. And you get to New York in no time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you if you got abundance of pills, especially, you know, and pills is one of the the so-called biggest epidemic right now anyway. Everybody want a pill, everybody, the opioid epidemic, you know, they got to make a name for it. Back in the day, for us, it was just, we were a bunch of junkies and criminals, but for them, it's the opioid epi epidemic. And that shit been going on for so long, it's ridiculous. Man. And that shit ain't gonna stop, though. That's the crazy thing about it. It's not gonna stop um, as, long as, as long as these pharmaceutical companies make the amount of money that they make off of having you um, high all the time or you know, taking these large dosage of pills. Think about that, man. You could, like, I'll say case of point, my knee. When I broke my leg, I went home, and they gave me some strong-ass shit, bro. I took one pill. One, I have a high pain tolerance. And that night, that pain was just past my tolerance. So I popped that pill, and that was the last time I did it because I've never been that high before a day in my life. And I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to feel that again. Because one, it felt too good. You know what I'm saying? I was too high. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? And I, now think about a person that does that shit all the time, constantly, constantly popping them shit, constantly popping them shit. Now you're looking at them like, oh, I see. Well, I had a homeboy. His mom's, she was always in pain. And she will buy anybody that has that high-level pain medicine, she will buy it from you. You know what I'm saying? And I got caught up in it. I would, you know, if I had some, I gave it Let to Let me her. tell you something. <clears throat> and you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, that's a little too much. That was a good, if that was a sound bite, that was a little, little. that was a good, Trey, if that was a little sound bite. <laughs> you over there listening to Nicki Minaj bouncing titties and shit, pay attention to the pod. You over here learning something. <laughs> <laughs> you trash. <laughs> but yeah, so when when we you know we did that, I understand it. It's a little little too much, but I understand it, man. We're gonna shift gears again. What's y'all thoughts on Joe Rogan? I don't really have a lot of thoughts on him. I mean, the racist people are all over the place. Him making a hundred million. I mean, Spotify could do what they want to do with their platform. We can all just don't use that platform. I mean, it's their platform. We can't tell them what to do with it. Artists pulling themselves off of there, hey, I'm cool with it. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, if we got an issue with the platform, let's just stop. I don't I don't use Spotify. I stopped using them a long time ago. It wasn't because of that, mm -hmm. but I stopped using them for a long time ago. And 
Some of his comments, I didn't really know about. I mean, NDRE put him on blast, put the clip out there. He gave his apology that nobody gives a shit about, you know. Was it racist? Okay. Well, see, don't. NDRE is the only one going after the racist side of him. Everybody else going. No, no, I I know that, but I'm saying she put out the clips. Everybody else going after his um his rhetoric about the shot. Man, we fuck about that shot shit. That, I don't right. care about that, man. I don't care about that Shaq shit, bro. Fuck out of here, man. Well, you hear what Shaq said about it. Yeah, but Shaq got the shot. Go ahead. What you want to say, Scott? Yeah, he did get it. No, I mean, a lot of people got a lot of people got the shot that don't like the vax, though. What did Shaq say? What? Huh? What did Shaq say? Shaq, Shaq. Oh, Shaq came out and he wasn't talking about Joe Rogan. He was talking about the fact um, about Kyrie and whatnot, and he said, "Look." We can't be forcing people to take the shot. And then the commentator said, but no one is forcing them. Uh, he was like, well, here at CBS. She's like, yeah, CBS, we got a mandate. He said, and that is called forcing you to take it. He said, because yeah. if, if, I, if, if a man don't take it, he loses his job, which is you taking food out of his family. And she, she, she couldn't say nothing. She had to stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that is a force. If you, if you say you either take this shot or you... Don't work here. That's a for case of point myself, myself and my wife. Both of our jobs where it was mandated to have the shot. If you didn't have the shot, you couldn't work there. You know what I'm saying? At first, my at first it was Erica. My the job I was previously working at, they didn't mandate. It was like, yo, you know, we're gonna wait. But I didn't want my wife to take it by herself. So I took it as well. We took it together. You know what I'm saying? And that second shot put me down. That second shot had me, she was fine. Running around doing everything like she normally do, my ass was laid in the bed for twenty four fucking hours. Done, done, yeah. like down, down. It was bad. You know what I'm saying? And both of you guys know that I was down. Yeah, I know. I know mean, so you spoke about it. And then, um, <laughs> and then, but the job I work at now, the first thing they asked was, "Hey, um, after they done hired me, we done did all the paperwork. Hey, I never asked you, are you um vaccinated?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Like, cool. That's great to know because we." required to be vaccinated and I would have had to pull your position if you wasn't or ask you to you know go get the shot you know what I mean at least get the first dosage and I was like damn well you know here's the little card and shit you know front and back have at it but it's just it's crazy how and now they're they're talking about you gotta take a third and a fourth if you don't take the boost now they're talking about a third and a fourth shot and it's like yo fam you got these I took these two I ain't taking no more. Y'all can cancel all that <laughs> shit. We not doing that. We get a new that. shot every year. Yeah, rest your life, man. That, fam. We not doing that. Them boosters, I ain't taking none of that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not anti-vax. I'm not pro-vax. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't, I'm pro me not doing that shit. Pro-choice. What would you about to say, Scott? Ah, uh, you don't talk this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was saying that, um, the um the present um location that I'm being called to, they got a machine when you come in and like while you signing in, it's taking your temperature and shit. Like and it'd be like, boom, ninety-eight point five, he's okay to go. Like these places is not like playing, like, you know, like they they are really and then every other job it, it flashes up. This place requires that you're fully vaccinated, you know, answer yes or no, um, whatever, whatever. Um Cause you up there in Jersey, you in Jersey, so you know y'all a little bit different, it's different up there. than us it's different down up there. here in, in North Carolina. 
Yeah, it's different up there. Way different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Cali. Cali, you got to be fully vaccinated too. They ain't oh, yeah, they're going hard. They're going hard out even, there. They even mandate, they mandate certain schools, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? But back to Joe Rogan. I say this, yeah. Spotify, I'm not, I, I officially ended my subscription with Spotify. And it wasn't all about the Joe Rogan shit. It's about a few different things. And I've been meaning to do that. It's kind of like Facebook. I really want to leave fucking Facebook. But before the pro- because of the promotion of the different things that I'm into, as well as shit, fuck it. We all do business together in some shape, form, or fashion. Facebook is one of those places where visibility-wise, based on the demographic, it's the place, it's the place to be for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> um, do I want to stay there? I can't fucking stand Facebook. I hate being on that fucking platform. Yeah, I hate them. But I keep going on there because I, so. I got they don't like me either. And shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no platform like you. You shadow ban on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I kind of am, man. That's some bullshit, son. Yo, I, I told you what to do, but you don't listen. Turn your shit into no, you a didn't. blog. No, you did That's some bullshit. I told you, turn that shit into a blog, and you wouldn't have to worry about it. But no, you want to post a thousand fucking posts, and your posts be mixed. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Yo, why don't you tell the people the truth, man? My shit is shadow bad. Yo, Scott, yo, listen to this clown ass nigga. My shit shadow bad from eight. Years ago, like I don't even remember what that shit is, man. Yeah, they, they they're talking did. about some COVID regulations. I don't, why don't you tell them the truth? Because I right, showed it to you right. too. You're right, my bad. I don't even know what it is, man. <laughs> they did. Now, even if I go back and delete all them old posts, they got me for good. They have me on one of my pages. Yeah, they do. They like you was, you was getting COVID. Mad what are you talking about? You was getting mad traction, and then that shit was a dub after that. Yo, yeah, I'm like, okay, nobody see my stories now? What's happening? Facebook made the gamble on um, hard right conservatism. And that's why he's losing so much money now. And I'm not talking about liberal and, you know, understand what I'm saying? But what we've all noticed is somebody progressive saying something harsh is viewed as hate speech. Somebody conservative um, posting something harsh that caused you to say your stuff was viewed as free speech. You know, um, I think they said last last week he, he lost like double digit billions of dollars in personal wealth, you know, just oh. based off what Facebook um, it, it is doing. Because it's one thing, like when they started those groups, that was the beginning of the end because you can't put a limit on who gathers. Right. So the same way you got mom single moms who, you know, hate cooking. Right. You got we hate fill in the blank over here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We hate you and, niggas. Yeah. So <laughs> you got you, you you got all these all these different different dynamics or whatever. And what Trey talking about is like them trying to like um do house cl- housekeeping after the inspection already happened oh let me go yeah. back eight years and you know oh you weren't supposed to say that eight years ago or, or, or whatever um and then people getting um six month bans for sharing um like was it gifts that facebook they got off facebook yeah so they fell yeah, on your platform and they shared it and now it, it's because 
somebody reported it when they shared it. Now it's a problem when you should just went back to the original and just took it off. Yep. You know, but instead you penalize somebody for sharing something you say you they shouldn't have, but didn't really, you know, penalize the original post. Yep. And in some cases, the the picture or the gift stayed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dog, I dog, I do this from time to time. Just just cause. Because I know this one person that always fucking um I know they doing it. They always fucking um, report my shit, right? Mm -hmm. So they share some shit that was racy than a motherfucker, like some white girl, half naked, you know what I'm saying, pretty much um, playing a video game, playing with herself, right? And she playing with herself, you can visit me say, so I reported it. The report came back, it does not go against our um, community standards. You know what I'm saying? I said, oh, but this motherfucker, that I know does this it? it doesn't. It doesn't go against the community center, but I know this motherfucker. Wow. I shared, I shared something about fucking Kobe Bryant, and a motherfucker um reported my shit, and I got fucking um twenty four hour suspension because of it. And then when I went and report, I'm like, yo, this is nothing bad. Then they they um relinquished it and opened it. If you go to my page, my my page on Facebook says I could be restricted at any time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm restricted now. They said they look they left me to the lower um the lower percent on my feed or something. So that means people gonna hardly see yeah, they, my feed. They just did that to both of the twins on the network that I have my radio show on. They did that to both of their ass. Neither one of them can post. Everything is at the low percentile. They can't do stories, yeah. they can't do shit right now. All they could do is post regular posts, but that's that's another thing. <laughs> I mean it's it's, their, it's 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 their platform, their rules. That's how, I play. That's how I play by it too, man. But once again, we left Joe yeah. Rogan. I say what Joe Rogan is this. Joe Rogan is who he is. You know what I'm saying? They did the montage exactly. of him saying, nigga, he don't agree with the shot. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't like the fact that if you don't agree with the shot, you automatically um on the ban list to people. Now, at the same time, I don't agree that you should be laying out, putting out information like, when Trump was taking that whatever that bullshit, that horse medicine, and making everybody think that shit was gonna work, it was like, come on, fam, like, like that's like let's not <laughs> yeah, let's ridiculous. not do that. Like, like that's my thing is like don't you know you got a hundred million you know in following? If you're gonna if you're gonna put out shit, be a little more responsible. Say something about the health side of things because he a health guy. Say something about the health side of things. You take this type of root. You take this type of vitamin. You take this type. These these list of vitamins will help fight you fight, you know, what you have going on to help build up your immune system. Not go take this horse um pill and your ass will be good or the shot ain't gonna do this. My thing is this with Spotify. Spotify pays us the least money. Yes, they might pay us the quickest, Scott. They may pay us the quickest, but they pay us the least. Spotify is a piece of fucking shit. Totality as a platform when it comes to artists and artist rules and even podcasting. Dog, think about this. We all three of us are podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we make money off of our streams? You know what I'm saying? Why is it there a residual off of our streams from podcasting? Do I need to send this shit to BDS or something? Or some figure something out? That's the thing I don't get. <clears throat> but then we, it, like right now, and because it's been an ongoing conversation, 
I'm, I'm, I've been talking with Title more and more. That's why I have a membership with them again. Um, granted, I don't pay for the membership. They do at this moment. Now, if I work out something with them to get us a deal over there, they're willing to pay you based off of your podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Why can't other platforms do that? They pay the, the Joe Buttons of the world. No, not the Joe Buttons and the it's, it's the Reels and all these other podcasts. And then a lot of them don't even have numbers like most of the shows and different shit that we do. You know what I'm saying? We're more tapped in with the everyday person, but it's so much harder for us to get anything. You know what I'm saying? And then with Spotify, to me, Spotify make it even harder. I manage artists. And I look at the paper and how much sense they get and how they base it off of your your fucking if this if this um if you're getting streamed on a premium versus a um a free site and they don't really pay you base, they put their shit in a pot. Most of your money goes to the bigger artists and then it trickles down to us. So if I gotta say my artist, say Reeves or Scooby Lou get five hundred thousand streams, but if Drake got 500,000 strings on one song, he's going to get more of the pie than Scooby-Loo would get off of his 500 strings throughout his particular project. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they literally put your shit in a pot, and then we're going to take a chunk here, and then the rest, because it's the name of the artist. And that shit is crazy to me, man. Base my shit off a of stream. That's what Title does right now. Title right now, if you go to Title and you... If you want, if Sky Artist has a song, Trey, you drop your project, and I go to Spotify, I mean Title, I can literally pay for just your shit. And all majority of that percentage goes straight to you. The same thing with Apple Music is starting to do, and the same thing with Amazon Music is starting to do. You know what I'm saying? It's taking it back to the direct-to-consumer days where we go to the store and take that, that $9, and then I buy that project. So now I could go to this, pay $7 for this project, you get 80% back for that, off of that. Versus well, I mean, from, from that explanation, that um, my issue would be more so with Spotify over that. Right, that's my Joe issue. Rogan. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. No, I mean, I don't really have a problem with him, man. I, I mean, and don't get it twisted as if I'm okay with the guy. But I mean, hey, yo, what I'm gonna do? Yo, that's him. That's his platform. He ain't the only one that feels like he feels. The, the comedian Kevin on stage said this. He said, "I'm about to tell y'all why I don't have an issue with Joe Rogan and what he said." He said because I don't pay him no attention anyway. I don't listen to him. That's, anyway. that's that's why I don't have a lot to say. I don't I don't fuck with son like. Bro, I know nothing about this guy, but he got I bread. Know, I didn't even know he was as big as he was until mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers said. Exactly. That's what you know what I'm saying. When I see Real his rap. face, I know who the guy is. I know him but, more from, yo, from, from the MMA shit than I do. That's what, yo, shut I know him from MMA and fucking, what's that, uh, Fear Factor. Yeah. I ain't no show was popping like that, so yeah. you kind of yo when you hit me with it, I'm like I, I don't you know what I mean I don't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing, but yo, shit, listen, and nobody listen just get this wrong. Well, white people say nigga, shit, that shit is not affecting me like that. It don't bother me. Dude. Now, if you in my if you in my face saying it, yeah, I might, I might gotta tap you up a little bit. That's just because you talking to me aggressively, and that's different. You you. 
Right. You got to get these hands. I ain't using them in a long time. You got to get these hands. Yep. <laughs> Him saying nigga on a podcast, I don't care. I'm not listening. Only reason why I know is because you showed me the clip. Bro, like, I ain't even bother like, watching the NDRE thing. Not that I have anything against her. I'm like, I don't know this dude. I don't listen to him. So now I was supposed to listen to this clip and now be mad at him. Right. Like, I don't support it. Like, That's that so, selective outrage and, bullshit. And, and, and like Trey said. Yes, yes. I don't subscribe to that selective outrage shit. Yeah, man. It's like, yo, like, if, if, if yo, if, if he got an audience for that, yo, let, let him do him, man. And, and I just feel like y'all that didn't even know who he was and now trying to go after him is just making him more popular. It is. Know? It is. But I, I like Indie I like her music. You know, my take on it is, man, give me some more music, yo. <laughs> Word. <laughs> just leave Spotify alone. Give me some more music. I'm tired of these artists that I believe are quality artists that have quality material just sitting back giving me reasons why they won't give me more music. Right. You know what I mean? These platforms are what they're going to be. Go direct to consumer if you have to. And she Take your stuff and off of that platform talent. if you have to. She has enough That's talent it. and um, fan base to go direct to consumer, too. She does. That's my I, point. Yo, I, fuck I, all the complaining and shucking and jiving, man. The, the system is what the system is. You have a fan base like you have. Any Ivory could do is, I can't say big stadium, but she could do big venues. But you, Trey, it, it, what we don't look at, and you know, and she might deny it, but she really can. Is a lot of these, even these known artists, are lazy. They used to. That's the point. That's my point. Done for them, and when they can't you're finding them, all of these reasons. The reason they, you, yo, game change, yo, game change. Sometimes you can't hit it from the side. You got hit it from the back. You do what you got to do. <laughs> get that. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you try to get that orgasm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can't hear from the side. My bad, my bad, yo. I meant to warn you. This is a horny nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to him. <laughs> oh, Talk to him. So, yeah, man, they don't, they don't get that. They don't get that <laughs> advance and, you know, get everybody doing all the work for them. Now they want to complain. It's like, yo, you NDRE. Like, you know, like. You no, it's funny. It's funny you said that, right? And I'm gonna say this. This this is my issue. This has been my issue with MCs from from my generation. Mm. You got a lot of MCs out here that's still nice, but they're not putting out music at all over the last 20 years because they're complaining about the industry. Because like you said, they're used to being spoon fed everything. They used to just going to the studio, going home and getting high. You know what I'm saying? They never had to sit there and listen to a mix. They never had to sit there and put their music on a platform. They never had to get on their platforms and engage with other people. They never had to do any of that. You know what I'm saying? They never had to upload their video on YouTube and bring people to them themselves, create their own buzz. They never had to do that. So now you have to do that. So they'll put a video on YouTube and get four or 500 views. Now they're mad and they're blaming the listeners. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a video with over 100,000 views when nobody was doing that shit with no money. So can nobody tell me it cannot be done? And as time moves on, yeah, the dynamic is different. The way you push it is different, but I did it. You know what I'm saying? I did it on probation with a curfew and no driver's license. <laughs> right. Just on a computer. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, if I can't go nowhere, I'm dropping a new song every Wednesday. And I did it for like two years. You know what I'm saying? That was then, this is now. But I'm saying as an example, most artists from that generation, 
if they can't get that check from a label, they just sitting back like, man, the game's some bullshit. Yeah. And maybe, maybe what you hear on the radio isn't what you like. But hip hop was always driven by the underground. The underground is is is, is we just walked away from it. We just sit home complaining. That's like going to work every day and you complaining about your job. <laughs> right. Right. I don't I don't like those kind. That's why I always tell TS I don't like I don't like MCs that much. I just don't. Friends I have that's in the game and established that's different. You know their their, their energy is different. But MCs that are on a large platform, man, yo, it's like a complain fest, man. Yep. Everybody's complaining about something. They're complaining because they got to pay a videographer to shoot their video. They're complaining because maybe the producer wants them to pay for a beat. Bro, that's why I don't shoot videos. That's why I don't shoot videos. But that, yeah, attitude, that attitude allows them to fall prey to like the Yo Gotti thing, you know, with his marketing plan where he had everybody thinking <laughs> that they was auditioning to be on a record with him when it was already one of his artist records <laughs> or whatever. And but and somebody was like it's wrong. I'm like, no, it's not. He know that all these artists want that one chance. They're like, yo, if I can just do this, yo, and that's I'm popping, yo, and that's nope. it. Yeah, yeah, he has he has some of them young dudes tight about that too. Yeah, they 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 upset. And but, but at I the mean, same it, time, it went, though, it went it went viral. So at yeah, the same but that's time, what I'm saying. It went viral. At the same time, though, he could double back and snatch one of them young dudes up from just that. That to me. That was a great ploy to find new talent because he found ESTG. ESTG is popping. 42 Doug. 42 Doug is popping. We already know what Money Bag Yo is doing. And Black Youngster mm -hmm. was doing some shit, but I don't, he, he got caught it more into the antics more than anything like anything else. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he's, he's a, a lot more sucker. into the antics now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, 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 he different, huh? Yeah, he's a whole yeah. sucker. So to me, it was, I, I after watching a lot of those. If I was an exec, it's about at least four or five of them I would snatch up. It's at least four or five of them I would snatch up. Yes, they hot, but eh, that's a part of the game, man. Take your pussy ass somewhere else and figure this shit out. Yo. That's how I feel. Like I'm like, yo, yo I, all these artists complaining to me. I don't. It's all I don't even have a comment on it, man. Like, they like got what are you got, complaining for? They got got for free. How many times have you been got? Like you don't know, pay for some showcase and. So and so was supposed to be there, and all these executives, and you were supposed to get a one on one, and all that kind of stuff. Boy. This was a free opportunity. Do you remember the days of one on ones? You going to pay to go sit down with a motherfucker? Bro, I yeah. never understood that concept, bro. And I worked for the labels. I was like, yeah. I ain't gonna even front me. I they, feel, they, I feel, still I feel, they still be trying to do that on Instagram. Dudes be charging bread. I, I felt accepted to that. I did that shit. I did that shit one time. It felt like a piece of shit, dog. I did that shit one time. I went to one of these bum ass showcases, <clears throat> not not showcase, one of these bum ass um, music conventions that they was doing mm -hmm. where everybody had a music conference. I went to a bum ass music conference, sat up there, talked to artists and shit, and then um, the person, the host, pulled me to the side. Hey, you know you could charge for one on one sit downs, being that you work for the um, you know such and such. And I was like, all right. That <laughs> I charge to sit down with cats, and I felt like a whole sucker walked out of there with about eight hundred dollars. But still, felt like a sucker though. <laughs> I felt like a whole sucker doing. I wasn't signing none of them. Half of them was ass. Only I think out of only out of all of them, only one of them was one I actually was like, "Yo, let's let's sit down and see what we could do." But the most of them niggas was ass, bro. Ass like on rock. Yeah, I've been to a couple couple conferences. 
The um, conferences are dope. If the, you panel, the, panel, you the panels, the panels were dope. Yes. I'm gonna say this: the panels were dope, and I did meet some people. Yep. But um, the few DJs that I, I knew, you know, they were hitting me about showcase opportunities, man. You know, and it's like I just couldn't see paying twenty five hundred to get on stage and record, you know, perform a single. No. I'm not saying it ain't worth it. I'm not knocking anybody else that does it. That shit ain't worth it. That shit ain't worth it unless I mean, unless you. I'm not. I'm not saying it is worth it. I just said that I wasn't going to say it wasn't worth it. So since you said it, it's been said. Stage. If it's a South by Southwest main stage, and even then they don't charge like that, you go through a fucking platform and and submit your music. You know what I'm saying? If you got a buzz, they'll pick you. I've had plenty of artists on South by Southwest stages, but then you go to a Jack Thriller and Jack Thriller charging your ass fifteen hundred. To go on the stage when a number of rappers in there, nigga, that's some shit I could that's, do. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that that shit right there. I, I've been on several shit. conferences. One of them I performed at, but in the crowd, it's it all, rappers. all the rappers, it's all artists. A couple, couple low name. Because the thing is, and I, and I learned this from going there. There were only execs at certain showcase times. Yep. You don't know what time you're going on. Nope. I performed at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Ain't nobody there. All the execs was like an like 8 p.m. 8 p.m. joint. Yup. So there was like 15 people in the room when I rocked. But I'm like, I'm here. I got to rock. I'm here. Yup. Later on in the evening, that same room had like 300 people. Let's see. Yup. And that's, I ain't asked to go in one o'clock. What's that about? And that same room, <laughs> and that same room was costing about 1500 to do. And them niggas was ass, man. Yup. No. Niggas that's ass be putting money up. Yeah. Oh man, I was just about to say, <laughs> just about to say that. Like we got, it, it, it's this disconnect between like nice cats who be like, man, putting them, and then you got these cats who, for some reason, think they are, and they'll pay anything to be anywhere. You know? Yep. Like, well, a lot hey, of that be street money too. A lot of dudes make so. street money and just wake up one day and be like, okay, I'm gonna be an artist. Hey, all like I you got a lot of young young dudes. Young dudes that may have money, their parents might be wealthy. Right. They look at the way hip hop is now, and they'll just be like, "Ah, I'm gonna go ahead and put me out a mixtape." Hey, you know what I mean? I got some invest, bread. Investing yourself, man. You nice niggas don't want to invest, so guess what? Your nice ass will be sitting over the sideline complaining. While this that's not always that's not always the, that's not always the case though. That's not always, some people financially they just fucked up, bro. Hey, yeah, that's true. Hey, this ain't the game. But a lot of them, a lot of them is just. On some bullshit, Bro, niggas won't even pay like sixty dollars for a beat. That's my thing. This ain't the game. If if you if you fucked up, you don't need to be trying to rap. You need to be trying to go get back right. Cause this ain't the game for that thing. Yo, let me ask y'all a question. This is a, a different topic. Yeah, switch, it switch it up. Um, Becky Hammond. She just been hired. I think it's like the Vegas Aces coach. Yep. And WNBA. Yep. Her salary per year is one million dollars. Yep. You want you want to know what the supermax is for a, dumb, a WNBA superstar? I know, but go ahead and say it. Two hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. Yep. Now I bring this subject up because I remember about four years back, five years back, the WNBA players was making a lot of noise about the disparity between NBA players and themselves. And they used Harrison Barnes as an example, and what's the guard from the Seattle Storm? Um, yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, talking from from UConn. Yeah, got all the champ, got all the rings um, and stuff. Diane Tarazi. No, 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 no. Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Bird. Yeah, Sue Bird. Sue Bird. And 
you know, I immediately jumped on there and was just like, you know, that you're comparing a- apples and oranges when you're comparing an NBA salary to a, a WNBA salary. And if you're upset, it should be with the organization as a whole and not any individual player. Like the NBA know that they should be subsidizing these um, WNBA teams, you know, to get them up on marketing and things like that. And that's just my opinion. I have to agree with that. But I, wa- I-, I wanted to bring it up is because nobody's mad at that. Now, here's money coming from the same pot that's almost five times as more as the top player in your league. And she's making a million a year, though. That's the thing. And she's making – and what I'm getting at is why can't – if they could pay a coach. Is it a million a year? Yes. It's not a million-dollar contract. It's a million per year. I looked it up before I brought it – I looked it up again just to make sure. She's making a million per year. And put this in retrospect. Asia Wilson, who is the MV, the reigning MVP, just signed a contract for two years and for and almost four hundred thousand dollars. That's crazy. So. Mm. But, hey, yeah, but okay, I got you. I got I, I got an answer for that. I got an answer for that. All right, my answer is this: Ain't nobody want to see that shit, my nigga. Let's keep that a buck. They they don't market that shit right. They don't market that game right. It's a beautiful game because it's fundamentals. It's a beautiful game. A lot of the girls are starting to dunk and shit like that, so it's bringing those highlights. But they don't market that game. You cannot tell me outside of um, Diana Taurasi what's another um, superstar currently playing from the WNBA that they market. The NBA markets LeBron, KD, Kyrie ass, and that nigga ain't even been playing. You know what I'm saying? They market the Warriors team with Steph Curry. You see tons of marketing. Luka Doncic. Like, thought, Mellow Ball has been a marketing dream for the NBA. What has the WNBA brass done to market that team? So if you don't some push Instagram, marketing. Some Instagram video. That's it. You got T. Cooper. You got that tall, tall chick that got the OnlyFans. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, she just got traded to the L.A. Sparks, yeah, too. Yeah, I just she saw that. She go cake up off the and court she, now. And she nice. And she nice. And she nice. She nice. T. Cooper's nice. Beautiful as a motherfucker, too. But, but I got to I gotta say, with, with Becky Hammond, I would have tried as an NBA coach, man. I think she could have coached the NBA and just revolutionized some shit, breaking barriers. Because, I mean, some of these teams are so ass, bro. Yeah, I'm going to try something different, man. The chick chick that's with the Spurs is going to end up taking the Spurs. Not being qualified or not deserving the money. This this was about the the pay. No, no, no. no. I didn't take it that way. I'm I'm putting a sidebar. I think Becky Hammond should have been coaching in the NBA. And I'm saying that because the WNBA is a lower-level job. Who who was the chick with the Spurs? Who's the um, coach? Becky Hammond. That's Becky Hammond. Oh, fuck. They let her go over there? No, she keep the whole point. Oh, she keep both jobs? No, but I'm saying she deserves an NBA job. She's been under Pop for a long time. Yeah, Pop, Pop made it clear. Yeah. This is my top assistant. Yeah. Period. Pop said that. Yeah. How Publicly, this is jobs? my top assistant. How the fuck she going to do huh? both jobs? Because that, the seasons don't overlap. They don't overlap. I know that because the WNBA season is more in the summer <clears throat> than the NBA season, but you still got to prep your team. You know what I mean? Close. I guess because the NBA season ends in like. Look, man, they look at it like this. And the Spurs like, ain't making no playoffs. Yeah, but they don't want, like, yeah. to have her take a head coaching job that hurts her. Like, you know, like, you understand what I'm saying? So, 
he's like, yo, I still want her on my bench, you know, um, being that's why like I fuck said, with my pop, dog. That's why I fuck with Pop, man. He got a boring. Now, pop I, different, man. I hate now, watching the different. Spurs play because that shit is boring basketball. Oh hell yeah! I hate hell watching yeah. it, but they will bust pop your ass, is, though. Yeah, they will bust your fucking ass. Pop is the man, dog. <laughs> pop is the man. Yeah. I love Pop. Pop don't care. He was shitting on Trump. Anything that's <clears throat> anything that's not related to his players' rights, he like yo. Just some bullshit. I ain't with none of that. You know what I mean? He, the he crazy, the crazy there. thing too. On a, um, no, I agree with all of that shit. He pop, mm-hmm. pop, pop yeah. gangster. But when there's like a young coach on the rise, and you be like, look at the Grizzlies, how they playing? Yeah, all right? pop, some pop the, people. The coach came from pop. Yeah, them pop people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. yo, yeah, shit, Steve Kerr, yeah. Steve Kerr, pop, yeah. all of that, you know all of that, mean? legend, man. And oh, pop, man. pop one of us, man. I ain't, ain't, ain't going to be front, Sky. Now that, I, now that it clicked, man, she deserved that million, son. She deserved that million. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This wasn't about her not deserving it. No, nah, we know that. We just throwing, we just throwing shit out there. It, it's, just, it's, it's like y'all, y'all wanted to complain about, you know, salaries that's in a whole different league. Right. And now, like, your coach is making five times as much as yeah. the top Cause, player cause in I think the league. Liz, I think the Liz chick said that Liz um um Cambridge she said that she said oh, okay. y'all expect me to play for a person that make more money than me, and she was like she was kind of tight about that and then she brought up the max and the super the super max is ridiculous uh, two hundred man I don't, I don't care if she tight or not this is Becky Hammond man <laughs> you need to be honored to play for her man let's call it what it is man it's Becky Hammond. <laughs> She could be both, man. She could she could be on the play for it, but want her coin too. Hey, that ain't Becky Hammond for. <laughs> that ain't Becky Hammond for. Yo, I and mean, she has got a five mission. I love people that. People need to the person's fault that <laughs> the example is made out of, but sometimes they get caught up in that crossfire. That's fact. And hey. You don't want to play for Becky Hammond. They can find a way to trade your ass, too. Because, <laughs> nigga, we going to play for Becky ass, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, I, listen. If I'm playing college, if I'm going to college, I want to play for Deion Sanders. Yeah, facts. You know Indeed. what I'm saying? Certain coaches you want to play for. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and go hoop, man. Dude, get your only fan shit popping. Don't want to goddamn cry, man. Big tall ass. <laughs> Shorty six eight, yo! Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> yo, I I will, look, I will say this. She a beast in the post, though. No, she's nice. She's dead nice. I will say this: if they WNBA because they got their own commissioner, they got their own everything. Um, the person that they hired was a black woman to um handle their marketing media. They need to market. That. That's dope. They need to market these That's young dope. ladies, man. Like lit T cool. You know, you know, you know what's messed up, and, and it's on market. That's why I'm jumping in. Is they marketed Candace Parker last year winning the chip in Chicago? Then they are marketing like any of like the Skylar Diggins of, of, of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? The um, what's the chick that's on ESPN? Ch- um, Shanae. Yeah. Like they ain't marketing any of them. But here's somebody that's you know maybe got a, a year or two and she gonna bounce. Yep. And, Y'all run this whole campaign on, you know, Ace and, you know, some people call her Candace. I'm like, that commercial, that that idea should be for a lot of girls, a lot of women in the league. 
bro. You know? I like, agree. <clears throat> the, like you remember, TV. you remember, wait, wait, you remember back in the day when Nike, when right after the Air Jordans came out, they did the Nike Air, and they had like Vince, they had RJ, yep. they had like all of them doing that dunking, you know, and those, and they like the WNBA need to come up with stuff like that, man. To, I agree. To like put some, put these faces out here. Because, yeah, they don't do a lot of dunking, man, but some of the games be good. Be good. I watch. I watch. But think about this, too. Even, like, when you talk about commercials, remember the Christmas commercial with the NBA players was shooting the jumpers and they and were doing jingle bells? Think yeah, about yeah. how hard that was, dog. And it ended with LeBron dunking that shit for the final. Like, come mm -hmm. on, man. Yeah, you, shit like AI commercial. When AI was dribbling the ball, bro. Or oh, with Jada? Yeah, or the one where they was dribbling with, um, where they had white chocolate and all of them was doing the crossover and they was making a beat. And they was doing the little, like, come on. They don't, the WNBA have that skill set. The problem is their, their, their brass is not paying the money and the marketing. Why aren't y'all on ESPN? Why I got to see that shit on, um, what's the other little network? You know what I'm saying? It's on some little side network. <clears throat> Why y'all not on ESPN? Like a couple of games on ESPN. They got that shit on ESPN 5 or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> People aren't tuning in, though. People, People aren't tuning no, in. They would if you made it available, bro. Think about it. Anything that's made available, you got They had tried it at one time. I mean, they just gave up. They tried it and gave up. I'm Where not justifying it, but they tried it, it and gave up. Where was it at, Trey? Where did they play it at? It was on. If they, 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 they did be on. They were on ESPN at one time, but they don't really promote when it comes it, on. The, the, the It'll be on. You don't even know it's on, bro. Because I've I've ran across it before. Like, oh shit, it's on. The only reason I only reason I saw them on TV was like in the beginning when the comments was three p and because it was kind of running right. back <clears throat> with the Bulls, right? And um and and Lisa Leslie. Yeah. After that, like little little era. Like it, it kind of moved to like a, a side, not a side show, but it wasn't being showcased. Nigga, like a it side was. show, nigga. It was a side show. <laughs> Stop that shit. We gonna be honest over here. That shit was. What you want to? So shit was you want to do like high school? Have a WNBA game before the NBA game? <laughs> That's the JV, the JV squad. Why not? <laughs> well, I, I watch it. I would, I would I watch, watch it. it. They, yo, they did that in Phoenix, though. See? They did that in Phoenix during the playoffs. See? Um, they had the. I think they were in the finals, and the Suns were like maybe in like the conference. Oh, finals, that was during the bubble. Did. That was during the bubble. Yep. During no, the uh, uh. Oh, last year <clears throat> okay. they had the, the Phoenix had a game where the WNBA team was playing because they were they were in the playoffs, and then the Suns had a game. Um, a, a playoff game later that night. See, I, and I guess how many people tuned in? Tons of people tuned in. You know what I mean, dog? If they they, they, they if, missing out, they missing out on the opportunity WNBA, to promote to the um. I would run the WNBA during the NBA season. I'll run them shits concurrent, concurrent, and literally when on TNT, when fucking um the comments go off, Lakers come on. Fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause now you got our full attention, bro. When I cut on TNT on Thursdays and shit, I'm there the whole time. I'm seeing. Yeah, I they got. They gonna have, they gonna have to eventually piggyback off the NBA, man. Yeah, I'm there. So that, they can't stand alone. They can't stand the alone. The problem is the NBA is not truly over the WNBA. They have their whole own setup. They have their whole own setup. I don't, they can work as a I don't think they can work as a separate entity right now. I totally agree. Not right now. 
You know what, man? I'm gonna buy me a WNBA team. I mean, shit, only about twenty cent on a dollar, so shit. <laughs> like, we go cop a team. I ain't got yeah, paid individual, yeah. but a hundred, a fifty thousand a, a year. Like, we can get right. <laughs> get I mean, right. they they could they could probably promote stronger to the LB, um LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the letters wrong because Candace Parker just got married to a chick. I mean, to, it's it's a team. I don't I don't know why they don't promote to that market because a lot of their fans are from you know right. that, that dynamic. It. Charlotte, which is cool. Is, there's no WNBA. Is there a WNBA a, a WNBA team in North Carolina? I don't think it's one. I don't think we have one here. No, Carolina doesn't have a team. So think about if it. If they we, did, I would I would have checked it out. Me too. That's something. Think about it, man. We start a WNBA team out here, man. A, like a franchise out here. That should have do well, bro. It's a bunch of girls that play basketball here. Because there's no pro people. stuff here. It's all no. it's all college athletics. And think about it. You put that shit right in Raleigh. WNBA team right here in Raleigh. Be the first. Them stadiums will be packed, bro. They'll be packed. Yeah. They'll be it will. packed. And then you mark And I think it's I think it's dope too when you when you have a little girl. Right, see? That maybe you have sports coming up. I think it's dope because you know, young girls like it. That's that's what that's oh that's one of the confusing things with me about it, man, because young girls would love it. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's it has to not be promoted well. Because it should be doing better than what it's doing by now. Because it's I been agree. going on for a minute. Yep. It's not like it's been going on problem. for a minute. Yo, so, uh, yeah. you know, yo, this is it. I ain't really got much more to ask, but we like to do um, closing statements, man. So we're going to lead off. Sky, you got a closing statement for everybody? Unless, Trey, you got something you want to add? You got any more? Oh, topics? I want to say this, man. You got any more Pay topics? attention. Nah, nah, just quick say, pay attention to NBA player Anthony Edwards and all his interviews, man. Son is mad entertaining to me, bro. Oh, no, he's the man. He's this the dude man. delayed an interview so he could make an order on McDonald's, bro. I mean, yo, this guy's different, man. <laughs> I love him. This guy ordered some McDonald's food him. while the interviews had to wait till he finished. This guy's different. I man. love him. Oh, go ahead. I love him. Yeah, I love, <laughs> dope, I love him to death. I ain't going to even hold you. I love him to death. And Brian Flores, <laughs> no, quick one, too, before we go out. Brian Flores and um, now Hugh Jackson. Is now um, gonna jump on that, you know, on that situation. I don't think it's gonna change their outcomes. They'll they'll probably never coach in the NFL again. But I will say this: it may change the NFL eventually. I don't know how. Me personally, I don't like begging for no fucking job, and that's all a Rooney Rule is. Is to me is a beg for the job. I think they really should throw the Rooney Rule away, and then. You know, go from there. But if a black man end up owning the um, Denver Broncos, things may start to change. You know, that's just. My I think Flores is gonna get some hush money though. <clears throat> He's gonna get a hundred. All right. Um, I just, I just wanted to piggyback off that. Um, uh huh. With the um the Flores and what is it Hugh Jackson yeah, now? Hugh Jackson right? now. Yep. Um, pay attention to what the NFL said when oh. when 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 uh, it first came out. They said it's baseless and without merit. Then read the Roger Goodell letter to the league, the memo to the league, telling them he's disappointed and the league office is disappointed in the hiring practices right now. Yep. Like, that's why I was like, oh, man, but the NFL, they lawyers. I was like, the NFL can no way, no how just sit back and, and, and take that posture. They did it out of, like, a knee-jerk reaction because it, 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 it got, what is it, blindsided yep. by it. But when they had to go back and they had to think about it, Roger Goodell had to put together a carefully worded memo and it went out to all 32 teams talking about um, their lack of hiring minorities or, or what have you. So 
for those that's, you know, like cause I, I saw a couple of people who want to dis dismiss it. I've been on countless useless interviews and I'm like, this is not the same thing. And even if you did, it still don't make it right. Why do y'all feel like if you was mistreated, then if somebody else was mistreated or whatever, then, then it's okay. It wasn't wrong when it happened to you and it's not wrong when it happened to this man. Like, um, we could sit here and we could compare his record to Dan Campbell's and he ain't in no way, shape or form threatened to lose his job and they barely won games this year. Facts. You know, and he and, and, and this is an organization that followed a coach that took their team to the playoff and was nine and seven the year he got fired. Talking about Jim Caldwell. Yep. You know, so when, when when people just are like, oh man, you know, you know, they should be able to hire who they want. Facts, facts, facts. I agree. But but you can't make the qualifications different. different or whatever. And I'll close with this for people that say like saying, Oh, look at what the Giants said. I'm like, of course anything official wasn't said until the date they said it. But it was already the nod nod wink wink. You got the job well before the official decision was made. And I'm like, that's what we're talking about when we, we when we're upset or when we're bothered by it. It's like he never really had a chance. He didn't have opportunity. The, you know, they that's already made the decision. You know, so I, I just want people to that's just the same pay thing. more. That's the same thing, like the um, the um, the Cowboys. They not they not, they don't think that um, McCarthy oh, is going to be the coach. Cowboys alone, man. Both of y'all are Cowboy fans. You're going to take this shit right quick. All right, <laughs> they know that they're not going to keep McCarthy, but they're keeping the dude on the sidelines that they really want. So Quinn, they, yo, Quinn, they they keep a Dan Quinn. So they go groom Dan Quinn. So you telling me you kind of already got who you want. So what y'all going to do is once y'all get rid of McCartney, y'all going to go and bring in one of these black um, um, coaches, interview him right quick just to pick Dan Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Sean Payton, man. <clears throat> y'all ain't getting Sean Payton, bro. We're gonna stop Why not? Well, y'all ain't getting Sean Payton. Sean Payton going to the crib. Yo. Sean Payton going yo, home, yo. bro. He going home, bro. Yo. Stop this shit. Ain't nobody want to come over there and deal with that shit. Yo. Sean Payton going to want to run the team. Shut Jerry it. Jones ain't let nobody run that shit. That's why Sean Payton didn't did, did oh, come and coach y'all before. Why, why your hate got to be so aggressive? I don't understand what's going on right <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yo, Scott, what's good, man? <laughs> what we do here? What's wrong with this guy? You see his face? <laughs> what is going on? Yo, Sean. Yo, everybody tuned in. I don't understand what's wrong with this guy. We might have to talk offline. We gotta get we gotta get to the bottom of this. What is the root cause of this right here? Cause you about to come with some bullshit. <laughs> yo, he, he do this he do this show all the time. He do this at least once a show. He just gets like that without hearing what I'm saying. I don't understand why this man be so aggressive, man. Oh, oh, relax, man. All right, relax. Man. Oh, God. Oh, man, come on. Shut it out, man. <laughs> so why Sean Payton coming to y'all, Trey? Okay, but but Sean. Huh. I, 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 he I, always I, wanted to coach the Cowboys. I, 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 I will agree with you that if they hire Dan Quinn or Sean Payton, a case can be made. Like, you know, like how did you already have these guys, um, you know, pre-selected? And then you want me to believe that if you interviewed Raheem Morris, that he really has a chance. Now, I'd hire Sean Payton over 
Raheem Morris. Listen, facts, <laughs> facts, facts. But it's the optics of it or whatever. But my thing is this too. Be wrong. So as, be as a player, like hiring uh-huh. Sean Payton, nobody should be ashamed of that. You know, right. um, there's very few black coaches that I take over Sean Payton. But I'll say this though, we, all right. So say right now, Cowboys was getting ready to hire, right? Okay. We know. We know. We're the we're the outside public. We know that they these the these are their candidates. Dan Quinn, Sean Payton. But then they call LaShawn Jones and say, Sean, we want you to come and interview. We hiring. I know y'all got Dan Quinn, Sean Payton. Why the fuck am I going to accept that shit just to go up there and do it? Like why we don't turn it down? But like and I will tell you over the phone. Um, you know, hey, um, Jerry, I appreciate you even calling me. I understand that. Thank you. I said, but I don't want to be subject to something that I'm not going to get because I personally know you have Dan Quinn on the sidelines and I know Sean Payton is coming to interview and I know both of them are your choices. Now, if you're hiring for a offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator or a special teams coach, I will be glad to take on that opportunity. But the head coaching position, I would like to decline to come in and interview. I know we got to go, but let me ask you this. What do you say to people that say, take the interview because, like, it gets your name out there? Nah, fuck all that. My name was already yeah, out there. Yeah, I ain't there. with that. I ain't name with was that. I'm not interviewing. Me, bro, me. I'm not interviewing. But I was just. I'm not interviewing for a job myself if I don't think I'm getting but it. That's, like, but that's what like, I'm I, saying I, right I was now. I'm curious about that because, because let me get this. Turn it um, down. Got Mortensen. He even said that it was a, a, a black coaching candidate who didn't want to go on the interview because he felt like it was a sham. And he didn't feel like wasting his time. And the organization had to like have like a black employee reach out to him and be like, bro, I wouldn't bring you in here if you didn't really have an opportunity. Yet. And it wasn't head coach, it was like a coordinator's job. And he was like, yo, everybody know they're going to hire this person, so why am I going to go on? He's like, so it... It, it, it's messy right now. But, that, but that's way. what I was just saying. If it's me and I'm and I'm getting a call and I already know you got these other two candidates, bro, I'm not going to waste my energy. I will politely tell you I decline that position unless you have an offensive coordinator position or a defensive coordinator position or even a special teams coach position available, then I'll be happy to come and interview for those positions. But the head coach position, I'm sorry, Jerry, but I will have to decline. Because you know you're not going to fucking hire me. Don't waste my time for me to fly out here to go sit in front of you, give you my X and O strategy, let you throw my fucking record on the board for you to not pay me attention or do like the fucking Broncos did. Come to the interview drunk as a skunk. Man, I'd have flipped that fucking table over and walked up out of there, dog. Don't disrespect me like that. That's the thing. I, would I hated it that us as black men. Right. I don't even care if they were drunk. You leave me somewhere an hour late and knowing that you would have penalized me for being an hour late? I'm out. Oh, hell no. I'm out. I would have flipped that fucking table over as soon as they got there. I'd have been like, I'm glad y'all here an hour fucking late. Fuck, Fuck y'all. This shit. Bro, and that's why I'm saying, us as black men, bro, I, I hate the fact that we bow down and we put our fucking head down every time these motherfuckers do whatever the fuck they want to do to us. That shit pisses me off, man. It's like, dog, you made enough money, you secure your career, and there's other platforms for you to go to to coach. Don't take that shit, yo. But it's never going to change until that 70% black players decide that they're going to fucking really 
stand in unison and tell the NFL to kiss their ass. But they're not going to do it because they don't know how to money manage. These motherfuckers make all this money and they don't know how to money manage. The NFL is some of the brokest niggas you ever seen in your life. A lot of them go broke quick as fuck because they get all this money at one time and don't know what to do with it. You think about it, man. You don't see as many NBA players with Porsches and all this other super high-end cars <laughs> out in the open like you do with the NFL players. And the NBA players make money, too. They make some money, too, dog. I went overseas and made 100000 the, the NBA money is more secure, though, because exactly. it's 100% guaranteed. It's not um, all of them. Not all of them. Then the NBA, NBA season is long, too. These dudes play 16 games, and then they're bored the rest of the year, so they're trying to show off and stay relevant because they want to find something to do with your time, man. Go find something. I'm not knocking time. that, man. Damn, man, calm down, that shit bro. Makes me you, man. Yeah, you, 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 I, you I agree with that. I'm you just saying. They got six, seven months that they trying to keep their name on the street. Like he's saying it's right. He just said that's the reason, bro. Man, let me ask you to get a podcast. Let me ask you to get a podcast. So, man, look at Draymond Green. Draymond Green is still playing. And working on his after game. This nigga signed a deal with TNT. Well, with Draymond Green, Draymond Green appreciates every accolade he ever had because he wasn't even supposed to make the damn team. Yo, watch. So that mouth. man is hungry. Watch your mouth. He played for Michigan State. You know he got drafted. He was a fat. He was a fat boy out of shape. Mark Jackson, to see something that boy. That boy started working. That's right. why I'm you're so right. surprised you're facts, you're right. that like him and him and Steve Kerr like ever had friction because Steve Kerr was the one who said, "Yo, David Lee, I need you to come off the bench. I need and brought Draymond in, and, and the rest was history after that." Man, but you know how Draymond is. Draymond from Saginaw. That's not really friction, though. That's that not really friction. That That's mouth, Draymond. That mouth won't get it. He, the mouth gonna always write him a check. Yeah. His ass can't cash. Draymond, Draymond, and cursed out everybody on that team. When he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, in, in fact, like Steve Kerr talking about him, like he, you know, like it's love. Like yeah. it's his competitive nature. Or yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. That shit ain't new to basketball. It's just now we have access to it because of social media. But this is why I love the NBA, bro, and I'll always be an NBA fan over that that NFL shit, bro. Because I, as much as I love my Eagles, man, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I probably watched two games this season. I watched more of the playoffs than I did in anything, mm. shit. Because I'm just tired mm. of the NFL bullshit, bro. I'm tired of the dynamics of the bullshit, bro. I just talk. You're still shit a better fan than I am, though. I just talk shit to Cowboys fans. That's all. But you still a better fan than I am. You got the Eagle banner and all that. I ain't got Cowboy shit. Oh, my whole family got Eagles jerseys on. Eagles hat. Nah, that's trash. No, nah, we ain't doing. No, we represent. I ain't wearing no Cowboy shit. Bro. You know why? Because y'all team is full of shit. Jerry Jones said you motherfuckers gonna hold. Is either y'all gonna hold hands and any one of y'all get on y'all knee, you're fired. And everybody say yes, sir, master. We gonna do what you say, sir. Now, now that man, that man said that's his stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with my shit. I mean, and he put his finger right. in everybody's face. You pussy ass niggas. <laughs> hey man, but it, that, that's part of being the Cowboys. They they don't want to mess up. Right, you know I mean? I'm still a Nick fan first. I don't care. Ah, uh, Julius Randle ass niggas, man. Fuck the Julius Randle. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. Watch your mouth. He need to be the man. Like, Talk to that man way. nicely. About time. And you call him soft. About you time call he is soft. soft. I still think he's soft. About time nah, he step up. Nah. He guarded LeBron last night. 
Nigga, LeBron. Short oh, niggas don't. LeBron, short niggas don't volunteer to guard LeBron. LeBron knee hurt. His balls hurt. That nigga whole body hurt. Listen, he don't even want to play. LeBron don't even want to play. Listen, when LeBron turns sixty years old, he's still gonna be better than twenty percent of the league. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. That's facts. I so stop that. acting like it ain't respectful to demand to guard that man. After the game, LeBron gave him a hug. Say, hey, you lucky little nigga, I'm old. I'd give you some. <laughs> Dog, that, LeBron last night, LeBron last night looked like he wanted to slap the shit out of Westbrook, dog. That yo. nigga looked like he ready to put hands yo, on that nigga. you see that shot, though? Yo. Where it just went off the backboard? He been doing that every game. Yo, Why does yo, he keep trying yo, to go glass? Yo, what was crazy was it was three Knicks players. Yo, they ain't even take a step towards him. As soon as he dribbled over to the left, they all turned around and looked at the basket. Yo, I roll. Because like, he's a yo. bum. He is a glorified bum right now. I was like, bro, you going to take that to the hoop and dunk it, bro. Because that, that off the glass nonsense. It don't work. You. Dog, they got a montage on Instagram of him missing that shot at least 40 times. Right or wrong, Trey? Yes. At least 40 times. Yeah, yeah I said it to you. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I like, I like Russ, but it is what it is, bro. It's the same shot. But you know me. Yeah, I, I yeah but the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks got to focus on Barrett, man. Like, he, he he's coming into his own. And now he's starting to use both hands a little bit more or whatever when he's starting to ball. Cam um, Reddish. Ju- Julius Randle, he got gassed over that um, um, most improved player thing last year. And instead of spending last summer, you know, getting right, he did it doing appearances and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and it's visible. Like, he, he don't have no new moves. Still- I don't think that's the problem, though, Scott. I don't think that's the problem. I think his what whole problem is mental. It's all mental, bro. He doesn't look. He's not engaged to play basketball. He doesn't even run back on defense. You blow by him, he just stands there. Even without adding something to his game, he can easily average twenty-two and ten if he plays basketball. But he doesn't. He's a bitch. He cries to the referees <laughs> all game. He don't guard nobody. Yo, son is ass, man. We don't do that shit in New York City, man. Get him out of there. <laughs> Send his ass somewhere. Yo, the Knicks, if nothing else, you should always be energy. Just don't send him to Detroit. We good. Yo, send him to Detroit just to aggravate this guy, man. Man. Nah. Nah, I'll be done shoot that nigga, dog. Cleveland Cavaliers is going to make it to the um, the Eastern Conference Finals. And ain't nobody watching. Nobody even knows what's going on. Kevin Love coming off the bench just sniping. (laughs) Kevin Love look like the old fucking Minnesota days, son. Yo, the young boys is out there playing hard. Kevin Love just grabbing rebounds, throwing outlet passes, shooting wide open jumpers. He's just laughing and giggling, having a good time watching them young boys ball. You see how they beat the difference. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference between a veteran leader. Mm-hmm. And a crybaby that ain't used to nothing. Jewish man is a crybaby not used to nothing. You are not a leader when you have a problem with somebody else getting points. Because whenever RJ start cooking, Randall start doing bullshit. <laughs> and at the end of the game, Randall wants to grab the ball and dribble, 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 dribble. <laughs> then your pockets get picked and nobody touched the ball. You ain't got to smack the ball out of Randall's hand. You're going to drop that motherfucker, man. Tell me I'm lying. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's mental. I Last year... He balled like that because Randall would shoot a free throw, uh-huh. run back down court. Uh huh. On defense, he was engaged. This year on defense, he's standing there. <laughs> Look where we done started. This about you talk about. I was angry. Hey, drink some water. Take some. Take a sip of your Fiji, my brother. 
Good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Calm your fucking ass down, son. <laughs> good, man. Get, I'm good, man. get some electrolytes in your little, you know. Yo, I, mean? I need I, yo, I need him out of New York, man. Kick him out of my house, man. He gotta get out of my house, man. <laughs> he gotta go, son. That's what I'm talking about. He gotta go, man. Hey, oh man. This is a black male podcast. Another Tuesday, Most definitely. another Tuesday episode. TS is who I am. Jay Dad is who I am. Then we got my guy. It'll be a boy, Scott. Yo, man, we catch y'all next week, man. No, shit, we catch y'all Friday. Fuck it. Catch y'all Friday. Yeah, twice a week, man. Get twice a week, man. Get a break, Look, man. Yo, man, look, I gotta, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm going to be forgetting shit, man. Man, you too young for that, man. Cut that shit out, man. All right, y'all, peace. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.